Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Courtney Robertson, and I was the most notorious villain in Bachelor history. A lot has changed since then. I got married, and I'm a mom to two amazing kids. Every week, I'm going to be talking to other reality stars about what happens when the cameras stop rolling, and you have to figure out what to do after reality. Welcome back to After Reality. It's Courtney here. I'm back and recovered from my 40th birthday celebrations. Thanks for tuning in last week to Caitlin Murray. If you missed that episode, go give it a listen. It was a lot of fun having her. And today's guest was on Gabby Wendy's season of The Bachelorette. I've met him in person. He is a delight. But make sure you stay tuned to the end of the episode. I will be making another phone call. I hope you enjoy. Welcome back to After Reality. I'm your host, Courtney Robertson, and today's guest is a handsome Chicago native and the full package, in my opinion. He is humble, hardworking, and a girl dad. He was the front runner for Gabby Wendy's Heart on season 19 of The Bachelorette. It's Nate Mitchell all the way live. Oh my God, you think I'm a handsome? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that intro. I think that's the best one I've, I've ever had on a podcast yet. So you win, Miss Robinson. Oh, yeah. thank you. Oh my gosh. Well, you are hilarious. I love your Instagram and your TikToks. And I'm so happy to have you on today. I feel like you haven't done a ton of podcasts. Yeah, no, I, 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 oddly enough, I do not turn down any podcasts. I, I love them. I love like interacting with, with hosts. I think it's each, each one is so different in their own way. Like, yes, it's a, it's like a formal, like back and forth, but they're so interesting to me because I get questions asked that, you know, my friends don't normally ask. So I take them as like brain teasers and they're fun, you know, it breaks up the day too. So I'm excited for this. Yeah, well, I'm so excited to have you. I was a massive fan of you um, on Gabby's season, and then I got to meet you. I felt a little starstruck. We were both at uh, Zach Shawcross. Is that how you say it? Shawcross? Shawcross, uh, yeah. Shawcross after the final rose. And so you are just very uh, magnetic, charismatic, and just instant high likability when you meet Nate. Gosh, you're so tall. I always wonder, 
do you get annoyed by people saying that to you all the time? Like, how tall are you? And wow, you're so tall. No, I think it's I think it's very endearing for people to just admire your traits about me, I guess. I don't, I don't know if it's like I have any control over it, but you know, I'm not I'm not mad, you know. <laughs> I think it's probably getting to that point. I think you whenever I got out of yeah, because we met at the tell all and as soon as I got out, like you were just so so kind and welcoming. You were like, Hey, your name. I was like, Yeah, you complimented my suit. I was like, It's so sweet. You and your husband. So Oh, my husband's a big suit guy. He was like, Wow, look at his suit. Yeah, you were it was so nice to meet you there. And uh, Bennett introduced yeah. us and you were right front row and you gave a little speech and I didn't realize so you and, and Zach were pretty close on your season. Yeah, we were really close. We had we had similar we had similar experiences. Neither of us talked to the women the first night, so we were we were both scared and thought that we were you know going to go home, and then we both ended up going pretty pretty far and developing really uh, tangible connections with the women. So it was me and him bonded over that uh, more so than anything. I think he and I had probably the most similar experience from the standpoint of getting like the early one on ones and just <clears throat> getting like two one on ones more more than anyone else that they get was kind of like almost like twin experiences. So he and I connected and we've just been good friends ever since. Oh, that's so nice. And that's what's like, even just meeting you instantly and being part of Bachelor Nation, it's kind of cool. Um, it's like a small percentage of people that have gone through this. So I, I'm really yeah. glad to hear that. And plus you guys were going after different girls. So that might've helped as well. Yeah. Like it was almost like a, a brotherhood in a sense that, that I felt unthreatened by him. And, and I don't think there's any other season that can say that like there's friendships that ensue, but uh, they also talk to the same woman. So it was kind of weird. I, I don't know how that would go. Like I, I connected with guys on my end, but I kept them at arm's distance because, you know, individuals that are going for Gabby aren't really like my friend. I know what they're there for, but individuals going for Rachel, I'm sitting there giving them advice. They're giving me like, genuine advice and I know that there's no like ill intent behind it so it was really unique and more so you would think that our our season would be like the seasons of friends because essentially if there were you know two couples that came out of it you would be you know dating the other person's best friend or something like that so you would have ultimately been in each other's lives either way so it could it, it had the potential of really fostering great friendships out of it which it did but you know Unfortunately, it didn't pan out for anyone, but it would have been unique in that sense. Oh, absolutely. I mean, your season was very unique and I, I loved meeting you and you supporting Zach. And how's he doing? He seems like he's doing really well. I love I love his fiance. Oh, yeah. That man's over the moon. He's talked to me all the time. And as soon as, it, as, soon as uh, he and uh, Katie got out, I haven't talked to him as much, which is cool. He's enjoying <laughs> his uh, fiance and stuff. But that man, that man is genuinely happy. And people don't realize the people, the person that you see on TV is the person that you see behind the screen. He's very well-mannered. His, his family is great. Even Katie's, I, I met her shortly, but they're, they're doing really well. They're doing really well. I'm not, and I'm happy for him. I'm going to, I'm going to have to tap in with him uh, shortly and see him again. Cause I missed the guy, but he's, he's doing good. Oh, that's so cool. I met him. Um, I hosted a group date with Lotto on one of his first group dates of his season. Oh, so, yeah, I <laughs> and he was so genuine. It was like, right after night one of filming and he's like I'm so tired but he was just I, I you know I hated that people called him boring I'm like because I'm once you meet him in person he's nothing you know I don't think he was boring at all um yeah. but let's flash back to to you how did you end up on the bachelorette did you apply did you get nominated I I had a uh, best friend that was on the show his name is Dustin and he went on Hannah Brown season and whenever he started doing like his um 
his intro i ended up acquainted with some of the producers so they had always tapped in with me and wanted me to do it and i would just always say no 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 and then just coincidentally and you know last year tips fell like in a good spot to where it seemed like it was a, a good time i wasn't really dating well i wasn't dating anybody and um kind of felt open to new experiences and that's kind of how i got ingratiated into it they they tapped in with me at the right time and i was like you know what why am i turning this down i I have no reason to say no to everything in life all the time. And I'm, and I'm looking for something different. So maybe this is unconventional. And then I just so happened because I took a break from watching the franchise for a while after my buddy left. I was like, this is too much. And then I started watching again and then ended up really liking um, Gabby coincidentally. I was like, man, she seems funny. So it was just one so day. Funny. Next, I was like, okay, let me try. Let me try. Oh my gosh. Well, are you glad you did it? I mean, it's, it's life-changing for sure. Right. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm definitely glad that I did it and life-changing in the standpoint that it changed who I was from going through the experience, not from the standpoint of, Oh, like I have some notoriety and people know who I am. No, it actually changed like my, my thought process, my mental and just like who I am, like almost on a spiritual level or just like how I carried myself because of going through that. Cause it's really rough and to come out like, still being yourself and it, it's kind of just not validating but reassuring that I know who I am as a person so I'm I'm thankful for going through that process and I would and I wouldn't take it back I've got good friends from it and it was a, a great learning experience well like you did say it is challenging for sure when I came off my season I was like should I you know like I was the villain and people always ask do you regret it and I'm like no I've got, it's just, it was a life-changing experience, but like just sitting in the interviews, I'm, I don't know, Nate, how you felt about it, but like getting, diving deeper and talk about like a spiritual level, like you saying like, my friends don't even ask me these questions. Like it yeah. really makes, and you're detached, right? No phone, no distractions. Mm -hmm. Like I, I think that was probably the best part about it for me, but also the most challenging. And is there anything about like, like how the sausage is made or like when you went on the show, it sounds like you kind of went in knowing a little bit about the show, but was there anything about filming that was like surprising to you or just learning how that all, all got put together? I think it was very surprising from the standpoint of just how the process really went. I think that I assumed that I would have more opportunities than I did, but you really don't get that much time to kind of shoot your shot in a sense like you said you do all this this prep work before you you psych yourself up mentally and then you don't realize how much time you actually get with the leads and so being you know aware that you may only get one chance to make an impression and you know the show first impressions really are everything because that three seconds of passing or something you could do some one small thing wrong and that can get you sent home so <laughs> from that standpoint it's it was just eye-opening, like, damn, like, this, I'm on the is, clock. this is real. <laughs> this yeah. is real. And even competing against other men, it's like, in a real-world sense, I'm like, yeah, I'm not competing for no woman. She better pick me. But there you know that he has options. You're, like, going in willingly saying, I'm an option. I'm trying. <laughs> and, it's, and, it's, and it's weird. It's really weird from that standpoint. So that was probably the biggest, like, I don't know, eye-opener for me that, man. Yeah, it's 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 harder than people think. It is not easy. It's not in like long hours of filming and like you said, like diving, you know, use your time wisely, which so you she Gabby sent you home right before hometowns, which I was like, I really wanted to see your hometown. 
And yeah. that, that conversation was so well received by you. I have to commend you because, you know, Gabby said she just realized that she wasn't really ready to be a stepmom. And I was curious, did you in that moment, I mean, cause you handled it so well and so kind and with so much grace, but was there a part of you? Cause I'm watching like, well, why didn't she realize that sooner? You know, was there I, a part of you that felt that? Yeah. Because of probably the timing. No, I think that, yeah. Cause of the timing, it's like, you, you got to think from the standpoint of the leads, they're trying to juggle probably 10 to 15 people not juggling. I don't need to say it like that, but they're trying to see where their heart lies with all these people. And, you know, maybe it took that much time for her to solidify and be like, okay, I don't think that I could take this next step because with me, you know, on the show, like five to 10 minutes with someone is like probably a week or two weeks in real life. So each, each time that they interact with me, like, it's not like, Oh, we just had a five to 10 minute interaction. That interaction could, you know, extrapolate someone's feelings for you immensely, you know? Mm -hmm. So there would have been a point of no return if she had gone through and met my family and met my daughter and stuff. There would have been a lot more weight that's almost unfair from that standpoint. And I get it. I respected her for even like acknowledging that, not putting me through that, not putting my family through that and just being, you know, understanding, you know, me 10 years ago would have been probably upset and be like, how could you? <laughs> but, you know, the more, the more, I don't know, aware of me, realizes that it's more than just just getting to the next week for the sake of getting to the next week it's real people in real real lives that are impacted by it so I, re I respect her so much for you know just recognizing that she couldn't do it oh well I I was sad I was like gosh I want to I want to meet his daughter I want to see his, his <laughs> life and Gabby you know I know I dealt with so many online rumors after my season and Gabby came out and she said he has treated me with nothing but love and respect so I'm going to stand by him and I yeah. think that that says a lot about your guys's connection. I mean, you guys did have a genuine chemistry and it's kind of, it's really nice to hear that you went on there for her because mm -hmm. yeah, you like funny yeah. girls. I've heard, I've read your stuff. You like a sense of humor. It sounds like it's numero uno for you. Yeah. And I think a sense of humor is, is really probably my, probably my top quality. I look for in a person just because I don't know. I like to laugh and, and I think people who are, can make others laugh, have a, have a gift, you know, of, of shedding light to others, you know, being able to make somebody laugh, being able to make somebody smile is something that people don't really admire enough because you don't know what other people are going through. And some people just want to feel better. So I think that was, I think that's one of Gabby's best traits is her being able to go into a room and break up the tension just by being silly and goofy. And she did that all the time in the show. Like we're sitting here worried about like time and, mm -hmm. and, you know, getting sent home and all these things. And then she walks in and says something fun. And then it kind of breaks the ice in the room and everybody kind of relaxes in a bit. And you need that in the lead to be able to kind of maneuver the room and not make everything so serious. Even though it is serious, she did very well with breaking that tension. I think she's one of the funniest bachelorettes they've ever had. Oh, yeah, easily. And that's not me just saying whatever. Like, there are some funny ones. I think Hannah Brown was super funny. But Gabby was definitely the silliest bachelorette that, they, that they've ever had, for sure. I love her dry humor. Um, well, yeah. speaking of leads, because when I saw you at Zach's after the final rose, I was hoping that they were going to announce you. Like, when I saw you, I was like, oh. They're going to announce him as the next Bachelor. I really was like, this is something. Or like, maybe you would say like, I'm going to paradise. But um, did they ever approach you or have any talks about being the next Bachelor? Because to me, you are, a, like I said, a shoe in 
Well, there were there were talks, but it really didn't get too far. I think I, I realized that, you know, it really it's, it, it would be really hard as a parent. To, it was hard for me to leave once, but to leave twice in the same year and then to have the, the responsibilities of the lead, I would have been gone for a very long time. And I just didn't see that being feasible for me and my family situation. Uh, to be gone for me that long. So it didn't pan out. But, you know, I'm not I'm not upset about that. It's not my path. I think Zach did good. You know, if I can sacrifice that just so Zach can get his Katie, I would do it a thousand times over. Because I think anybody that watches them knows that they were meant to be. So it was not my path and it was not my purpose. Because you would have been that season if uh, you were in talks. It sounds like you were. And that's probably... Yeah, the season that you would have been on. And like you said, going back to missing your daughter, I mean, you were gone filming for a while. I could see you doing it. I wonder if they would let you bring her. But how would you be able to handle being the lead and having 25 women to date all at once? How would, just hypothetically speaking, like... Hypothetically... I don't know. I guess I see your wheels turning. (laughs) No, I'm thinking because I just, I don't want to just say no. I'm not like, I don't know. Well, that's the thing. They might kind of approach you later on and, you know. No, I don't think, I think that's, that's past me. I don't, I don't think I want to do any more TV pursuits of, of any relationship. Uh, Well, that was my last question. My next question, not my last, but uh, is paradise is if you were going to consider going down to paradise because I hear the rumor mill and I I thought I heard you were going I don't know where I heard it but no I'm not I'm not going on paradise I'm, I'm, I'm dating someone right now so I'm not I'm not I'm not doing paradise yeah I, and I'm not and even more so I don't think that paradise would be and this isn't aside to anyone else I don't think that yeah in true in true form paradise is to go down there and get engaged on the beach there's not even like a hometown so there would be no intermediate between someone meeting my daughter and someone uh not so to go there and like truly respect the process uh as you know uh, a woman would go on and be like okay i want to go home and get engaged i couldn't give them that so i couldn't go down to that premise knowing that you know i'm not gonna they gotta meet my daughter first i, I feel like that's too much and then to come back and then try to introduce them after the fact that's not like how the sequence or the other line of how I would want somebody to meet Mila uh, because I feel like that would be foisting someone onto Mila and then also putting a big weight of responsibility onto someone coming off the beach too. So that's not, I don't think that it would fit. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, that's that's well yeah. said. I mean, it seems like your daughter's always obviously top of mind. And I yeah. totally get that. And so how has dating been like since I know you said you're dating someone, but how's dating been like coming off the show, like leading up to meeting this this lovely lady that you're dating? How's how has that been just navigating dating after coming off of like such a hit show where the fan base is like 99% women? It's been it's been rough, honestly. Um <laughs> because more so I kind of try to keep a lot of things near and dear to me, like kind of separate from the public, uh, more so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how do you keep your, I don't know, not anonymity, but how do you keep some things private to where not everything is, you know, what's they doing? Like, cause Where's I can't really deal with a lot of that. Yeah, 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 I can't really deal with a lot of that stuff. So trying to navigate that and also making someone feel like seen and secure is, is kind of difficult. And then also, you know, like you said, franchise like 95 percent women getting approached by women while i'm like on a date or something oh it's, no way it's, that's it's happened oh my god all the time like i'll be out you know with my my girlfriend and someone will approach me for a photo and i have to like introduce her to make her feel like okay like i've dealt with that I, like not weird you know so it's been you it's almost been, have to like carry the conversation and then it almost becomes work for you to make the yeah, other yeah. person to feel comfortable yeah, it's not it's not easy at all. And it's not that I'm like complaining about it. Like I, I know what I got of into. Course. But of course. Just like navigating it, it. It's not, you know, it's not it's not the simplest, especially whenever you want to keep like some things that are precious to you private. But, you know, you can't always, I don't know, can't always do that, unfortunately. But for the most part, you know, trying to figure it out. Well, it's also like figuring out like who's like, okay, like I'm sure you had so many DMs and... I figured you probably had some celebrities slide into your DMs too. No, I actually haven't had any celebrities slide in. I, I'm uh, sure. the, other guys, the guys, the other guys have. I think once you, I think once people like see you as like a respectable character, like I'm not on there as like a, a sexual figure or something. I'm like the respectable dad. So nobody's going to try and like, I don't know. I don't see anybody doing that. I've had people slide in my DMs and I, and I, the ones that I respond to, the ones that like, come out from a genuine place or like, mm-hmm. oh my God, like I respect, like someone that'll say that they respect me on the show or they like my views or things, then I respond to those more so than anything. But like DM slides, like, yo, it's like, I could be <laughs> your baby mama or something like that. I'm just like, I just like laugh and shake it off. That's like a, that's like a, <laughs> like a funny comment. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, well, did you do the um, dating apps before you met your girlfriend? I think before... Before I met her, well, she was my friend before, so I didn't have to meet her through a dating app. Uh, oh, nice. Kinda, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I felt very comfortable with her dating her after the show. But um, before, after the show, I didn't, I didn't do any dating apps. That, that would have been, that would have been, that would have been, been awkward too. Yeah, that, that would have been awkward too. And I feel like it would have been, I, it would have went bad. You know, <laughs> I know some of the other guys that did like dating apps, but I feel like it, it's cliche once a guy that was on a dating show gets on a dating app after it's like kind of like a step down. And that's not, that's not a bar to anybody else, but I wouldn't go from like a show to where I tried to find love on like the biggest like platform to doing like the, 
you know, the, the swipe left, swipe life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That's, that's really sad. well said. You have a good head on your shoulders. And so <laughs> what is uh, the worst date that you've ever been on, if you can think of anything? The have worst you had date? a horrible date? I don't think that there's like really, I haven't been on really bad days. There was, I mean, dates where I haven't connected with people, but for the most part, it's not like, you know, anything terrible. You just figure out who you vibe with. Like I was on a date and this, this girl, she was really trying to impress me. So she started, she started pronouncing the drinks on the list as if she was speaking in French or something. It was oh boy. so weird. <laughs> I was like, you're not even French. Like, what are you doing? And it was, it was just awkward. She was trying hard. I, she was probably just trying to impress me with it in the same sense. Like it wasn't like trying to put on a funny accent. It was like cringy. Oh, you're like, let me get my camera. I need this on camera. I went on a, when I was single, I've been married for a while now though, but I just, oh, I, I feel for people dating in the apps. And I went on a date with a guy who got so drunk and he, I was like, I my thing was like, I'll meet you for coffee. Like, you know, if you're just meeting somebody and yeah. I was like, oh my God, he ordered a bottle of wine. I didn't have like, I barely like, I was like, I'm good. And then he was like, oh, you look like an athlete. You're tall. He's like, you look like a breeder. He just, and he was like, I know. He, he, said, <laughs> he said, you look like a breeder. And he's like, I have 23 of me kits. Like, I want to know like your ancestry. Like you look like an athlete. Like he was like pushing it hard on me to take a, like a DNA test. And I'm like, check please. <laughs> Trying to get your blood immediately. Or it's big. so <laughs> drunk. And I was walking out to the Uber and he like went to like spit his gum out and it landed on my arm. I mean, uh-huh. Uh-huh. You I mean, can see my face right now. <laughs> Maybe you need to put out the video. This is this is uh this is some prime content. I have I have girlfriends who have uh very horrible dating stories in Chicago specifically, and I'm just like, you guys should write a book on how bad it is because Oh, it's horrible the out dates, there, Nate. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I was when I was single in the dates, I would go on, it would never be that. Like I would do something like very informal, like coffee, like you said. Like I like keeps you whole, out of trouble. Let's go. Yeah. The whole like let's go get food and trying to do like first dates when you're stuffing your your face or you're hungry. Like I feel like that's not a good setting to have like a first date, depending on your interactions or whatever. But I feel like coffee, you know, when people get coffee. They're always happier. I don't know anybody that drinks <laughs> coffee and gets madder, you know? So it's like both settings. But my my girlfriends have terrible dates. One of my friends, she said she ended up going on a date that the guy bought a blow-up doll or something and was like, <laughs> I need someone for me and my, my boo. But he was being dead serious. There's a guy in Chicago that does it. And I was like, oh, my that God. That sounds like he's got a weird kink. Yeah. This is on the first date. So, yeah, I would, I would hate to be. If I was a girl, I would not be on dating apps. I think the the odds of you finding a creep are much higher than, you know, a guy's odds of finding like a weird, you know, a weirdo out there. Like to your point, he, he spit gum on your arm. I mean, um, he was so oh drunk God. and he's like, I'll drive you home. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like, I, <laughs> I got an Uber. Oh, and then he lied about his age. And then before it was like a setup. And then he tells me on the date, like I'm actually a lot younger than me. And I was like, non-starter for me and at the when after he spit the gum out he's like please tell me you'll go out with me again I hope the age wasn't a deal killer I'm like I'm, I was just right then and there it is I'm audios <laughs> but I mean that was like I mean now I'm married with two kids and yeah your husband's very pleasant so you actually you did I got good. lucky 
I hit him up on I slid into his DMs. Really? I did. I did. I'm so for I'm so for women shooting their shot. It's 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 refreshing. People will give like women shit about it, but I think it's you know it's it's fair game. You know, you see something you like because a lot of guys now are so so timid of getting shot down because you know you don't know who's going to just like end your life or try to cancel you if you you know approach <laughs> them incorrectly. So kudos to you. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm so glad. Um, uh, hit the Instagram DM jackpot. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> so let's see, we are going to wrap up with some questions. I've got a couple of questions for you, but first I have to ask about your new girlfriend or your, so you're dating somebody. Are yeah, they bachelor yeah, nation yeah. or Chicago? You said friends before. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she's from Chicago. Her name's Carol. She's, uh, I don't know. I've, I've mentioned her before. We were like, kind of like in some weird, like off and on periods, but for the most part, it's just been her. Since the show, but yeah. Absolutely. Well, congrats. What, what That's so great. Oh, I've got you. some Chicago softball questions for you. So Cubs or White Sox? Uh Cubs, Cubbies. I lived in Wrigley. So when I first moved to Chicago, I moved to Wrigleyville first because I was like, okay, this is like a popular area. I'll be able to meet a bunch of people. And just coincidentally, they had games there all the time. So I would go to the games. I would scout tickets and then go to the games. So I'm just I'm a cubby by by association. Oh, I love it. Okay, yeah. Lou Malnati's or Giordano's? Oh, Lou Malnati's. Lou Malnati's. I like Lou Malnati's crust uh, a little bit better than Giordano's. But yeah, we just had that here, and Giordano's closed here. I was so sad, but we they have are. we have Lou Malnati's here, and it's okay. so good. Okay, well, you're still winning. You're still winning. We are winning, and uh, uh, drink of choice if you. I will usually do like an old fashioned. I'm I'm an old fashioned guy. I love yeah. old fashioned. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My husband yep. likes old that fashion. too. Really? Yeah, I knew I liked him. I'm telling you. I was like, this is my favorite couple. Oh, and thanks, Nate. <laughs> Let us know if you ever come to Arizona. Don't come right now, but we'll definitely yeah. be in Chicago sometime. And I would love to see you yeah. again. And then I like your Metallica shirt, you guys. He's wearing a, a Metallica shirt. So it sounds like you like to thrift. He just got into thrifting. Oh yeah, I uh, what's crazy is I got into thrifting just before I got onto the show, and so most of the clothes that I was wearing in the show was like thrift finds. Oddly enough, like a bunch of my jeans and shirts, like not everything because of the the rules of what you can and can't wear, but like I love they have the rules. Yeah. The oh yeah, because the labels and stuff. I yeah, forgot. people don't realize like to be. To try and set yourself apart, like you realize in real life, you do it through your fashion and how you express yourself. But when you're in a show where you, you're restricted, you end up looking like a lot of the other guys sometimes. So it's like, man, like how do I set myself apart? So it was just like through unique thrift finds that didn't have labels. I would like either tear some of the stitching off or some of the, some of the not lanyards, but it would be like something that I would just rip off to where it didn't have a label but still look like fashionable in a sense. So that's how I got around it. Oh, I love thrifting. I love antiquing. I go to estate sales and I we have yeah. a record collection. Like I'll go to, you know, a yard sale and like find like for me it turned into music. So I'm I'm thrilled for you that you're you're thrifting and you never know. You might get into some soulful music at some point, find some records. It's the thrill of like finding something and then at a good deal. Yeah, yeah, that is, that's that's it. I think a lot of the times once you go shopping normally, like, you know, you'll find something, but in the thrift, you can have days where you don't find something. And the days where you're just like, you're like, you're getting a hot streak. You're just finding shirts, jeans, like sweaters. I really like finding sweaters, but yeah, 
it's the art of the fine. I think is what sets thrifting apart. It's like being able to find a deal and also finding something you like in the midst of you know a bunch of uh, combobble mess sometimes because a, a lot of thrifts will either be curated those are a little bit more expensive but the ones that are like really thrifty like those those that smell like you gotta wash a couple yeah, times yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 those are those are the ones that i love to go to so yeah kindred spirits you're on god mode because i don't i don't do antiquing uh not too many records but i, I i'm gonna shift to that i feel like that's a that's just going to be a a segue into the progression of of how my thrifting goes so oh let me know once you start and the smell of an old record it's like an old soul i think we're both little old souls it's like that yeah it just it feels so good and you can get records like i thought like all the classic jazz records but you can get them for like three four bucks a record and the sound okay. is so amazing so once you start okay. watch out you might not stop and okay. uh so Lastly, do you think you would ever let your daughter go on The Bachelor? Oh, yeah, I absolutely would. If she if that's where her heart led and she wanted to do something, because I know what it did for me, you know, in a sense, like I tell people all the time, like men don't really get to express themselves and talk about their feelings. And I didn't realize that I did it until I got on the show. It's almost like a therapy session whenever you're in those. You know, those, those interviews or you are, yeah, ITMs, <laughs> <laughs> ITMs, uh, or on the couch and speaking to the other men, you're really diving deep into like who you are and what you want. And and that was life changing to me. So if she's able to do the opportunity or to able to pursue that opportunity and go on, I would let her go. I'd cringe. I probably wouldn't watch because I know it's going to come with it. I wouldn't want to see her kissing people, but uh, I tell her to go for it. Oh my gosh. Well, what, let's talk about where people can find you and what you have going on. I know you're very active and you're doing a lot of charity work. So um, your Instagram and your, I, I'm assuming you do TikTok. I'm on the gram, but uh, your videos are hilarious. Oh my God, <laughs> please go give them a follow. It just cracks me up. And the stuff you share about your daughter, you are seriously such a good girl, dad. I can, it just comes <laughs> through, but uh, tell people what you've got going on and where they can find you. Oh, yeah. So you can find me on Instagram and TikTok. I think it's the same handle. It's Nate underscore. I think. I love, you're just so chill. Yeah, like, I, I think. think it's like, I, don't, I don't remember. I don't ever follow myself. So it's like, I think it's Nate underscore Mitchell 12. And then what I got going on, I do a lot of volunteer in the city. Uh, I would encourage anybody uh, just to do something. You know, if you're not in Chicago, you can go to your local charity and just like give back. But in Chicago, I do Shy Gives Back. They do a lot of outreach in the community. Um and that's kind of what resonates with me. But, you know, whatever you guys want to do, uh, just do something to where you are sewing into your community. And that's and that's good enough. Well, I'm inspired. I am definitely, <laughs> now that my kids are in school, I'll probably have more time to give back. I want to do big brothers, big sisters. Uh, oh, and that would be awesome. Yeah, mentor somebody. So Nate, I am so glad to have you. Thank you for your time. And you know what? I'm going to be doing 20 minute weekly episodes where we give dating advice. So maybe an answering oh, questions. Yes. I don't know if you'd like to come back, but you know, Please, people, would you, because I feel like, you know, I asked my best guy friend when I was single and dating, and it sounds like you give great dating advice. I mean, you've got a good head on your shoulder. <laughs> so would you want to come back and maybe uh, help the single ladies out there? Oh my God, please. I, I will do it. Live. I'll do it. I, I'm so down, please. I, I I live for it. Yeah, I give I give friends advice when I can, but yeah, I, I love like imparting whatever knowledge that I can on, on other people. You know, if it makes someone else's life better, it makes them, you know, not go out and hurting somebody else just from things that they don't know. Showing up to a date with a blow-up doll? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Showing up to a date with a blow-up doll or drinking too much on a date or just not knowing your limit. Yeah, it's, it's all bad, but yeah. It's not a good look. And that's our show. I hope you enjoyed. If you have any dating questions or any bachelor questions, send them over to afterrealitypod at gmail.com, afterrealitypod at gmail.com. And now it's time for my call. Let's see if we can get good old Nick Vile on the phone. See if we can get him on the pod. Oh. Maybe he set up his voicemail. Hmm. Crickets. Hmm. I'm sorry, the person you are trying to reach has a voicemail box that has not been set up yet. Please try your call again later. Goodbye. All right. I'll keep after it, guys. I hope everyone has a great week. Thanks for tuning in. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com